These hacks are something that you can do every single day. At least pick a couple of them and do at least a few if you want to see results. Because what happens is you build up these stepping stones and eventually you can take the big leap. Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place to be for visionaries, conscious entrepreneurs, and enlightened leaders who know they are here to not only make an impact in the world, but to leave their divine legacy, touching the minds and hearts of everybody that they encounter, and to leave the world a better place. My name is Cody Ann Smith, and I am the host of this podcast. I help visionaries and leaders like you tap into your higher purpose so that you can ignite your gifts in the world and share them in everything that you do, creating more purpose, peace, and prosperity in both your life and your business. You can think of this podcast as your hub for inspiration, motivation, divine wisdom, insights, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, tune in because I know that you're here to have massive breakthroughs and I can help you do that. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for tuning in today and hanging out with me here on this podcast. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Today we are talking all about hacks to getting out of your comfort zone. These are hacks that you can use on a daily basis in mundane situations. It doesn't have to be extraordinary, but it can start here today. And that's what we're talking about because yes, Doing this scary stuff is extremely important. If you want to be a public speaker, for example, going out and speaking around people is key. But depending on where you are on your comfort zone spectrum, it's going to change what action you need to take today in order to get to that goal. Everybody starts somewhere. And wherever you are today, just know that All of these hacks that I share with you today are going to strengthen your mind, strengthen your discipline, and get you out of your comfort zone. Don't worry, it's nothing too crazy. It is something that you can do right here today, like I said, and it's just a little shift. It's the little shifts that eventually create the big breakthrough. So let's get started. First of all, like I said, there are levels of comfort, and it's different for everybody depending on a few different things, where they are in life, what they've overcome, and their general world view and their view of themselves, especially the view of ourselves, because we take action based on who we think we are in every situation, no matter what, you can't escape that. So doing a little bit of work on who you think you are, self-worth, self-value, all of that will take you really far. But for the sake of this topic, let's get started on talking about the comfort zone spectrum. So If you think of a spectrum, there's two poles. One is one extreme and the other side is the other extreme. So somewhere along the lines, you will fall in between these two places. You only get to decide for yourself what that looks like for you and figure out where you sit on this level of comfort. At one end of the spectrum, we have never leaving the comfort zone, right? This is a pretty basic lifestyle that never really changes. This can manifest as feeling bored with life, and rightfully so, because we're ever-expanding beings. If we never allow ourselves to step out of our comfort, we don't change. And change is all that exists. So if you find yourself feeling bored or feeling 
maybe like you know that you want to be doing something, but you're not quite doing it and you feel stagnant, that might be a sign that you're leaning more towards never leaving the comfort zone. So what are some other things that can look like never leaving our comfort zone? Well, it could look like never taking a risk, being way too afraid to just step out and do something that you know you want to do, you know you feel deep inside, but you're too afraid, so you shrink back down. And this can look many different ways for different people. For some people, and if this is you, then you'll know, is that you know that there's a spiritual side of you or there's a side of you that you're not showing to the world because you're afraid of ridicule. You're afraid of what people might think of you. You're afraid of what might change in your life if you fully stepped into that. So you shrink. You shrink in fear. This is extremely common in the family dynamics, in work environments, in business situations, because people are so used to seeing you a certain way that instead of being able to step out and be your true self, right when you feel like you're about to do that, you shrink and fear wins. But that's just one way. There's many other ways that you can tell if you're not leaving your comfort zone. Another way to tell is that you find excuses. You're about to do something, but you find every reason why it's not going to work and why you can't do it, and then you end up not doing the thing. It keeps you stuck somewhere along that line of that comfort zone. And then you don't expand. Or maybe you end up overly routined. So it's really nice to have your day planned. It's I have a plan. In fact, it's a very structured plan. But I know that I have to leave room for things to change. But an overly structured and overly routined schedule can be very rigid. And it doesn't allow for anything new anything different to show up in life. And as I'm sure you've already guessed, if we don't allow for new things to come in, then we stay stuck in the comfort zone. We stay stuck in the known. But in order to start living a more uncomfortable life, if you will, it requires us to allow the unknown to happen. And if we never leave our comfort zone, and we always are so rigid, then that doesn't happen. And then another and the last way that I'm going to share, at least for the sake of time, that we don't really leave our comfort zone, a sign of that is that we're indecisive. If we don't know what we want, it's because we're too afraid to take a risk, to take a leap. And then what happens? Again, we shrink in fear or we find excuses and we don't believe in ourselves. The list goes on and on, but it does not have to stay that way. So what does it look like to go on the wild side of life, on that other spectrum? What does that look like? Well, you're doing things that scare you every single day, even the little things. Life feels rich. You have a rich inner world, a rich inner life. You know that confidence comes from facing fears. People who live out of their comfort zone and live more on the wild side know that truth. We build confidence by taking the action on the things that we are afraid of. 
Instead of shrinking in fear, we rise in fear. A little while back, I heard somebody talk about this acronym for fear, and there's two different sides to it. The first one is forget everything and run, and that would what have you shrink and keep you in your comfort zone, or feel everything and rise, and that expands you, and that helps you live more on the wild side. And then people who live out of their comfort zone are very disciplined. You know you're living out of your comfort zone if you have a strong sense of discipline because discipline makes you do the things that you're afraid to do. Discipline makes you do the things that you don't feel comfortable doing. But you always know that it's the right step for you and you don't shrink, you stand up and you go after it. And I know it sounds scary because it is at first, but it all boils down to one main thing. And that is trust. The level of trust that we have in the universe and within ourselves will always dictate where we play and live the most. Our minds love certainty. It's just a fact. It loves to categorize. It loves to know exactly from point A to point B what's happening in between. But that's exactly what can keep us trapped. So what do we do? How can we take the steps today to break out of the comfort zone? Well, here's your hacks. These hacks are something that you can do every single day. At least pick a couple of them and do at least a few every single day if you want to see results. Because what happens is you build up these stepping stones and eventually you can take the big leap. So like I said in the beginning, a public speaker, for example, if you have a dream of becoming a public speaker or a writer or a coach or anything. It always starts with the first step. These small steps lead to the bigger steps. So the first thing that I have for you, and I use this all the time on a daily basis, that is to take warm and then cool or cold showers. So that means turn the freaking shower on to like warm, warm-ish, and then at random, turn it down to cool and just stand in that cool water. It will train your brain to learn how to be comfortable with uncomfort, and it will happen in an instant. Now, some of you are probably saying there's no way that I'm taking a cold shower, and you know what? That's okay. That's your choice. But for those of you who are willing to try it, I highly recommend it. So the next one that I have comes with a little bit of a disclaimer just because I am not a doctor and I don't want you to take any of the advice that I give you and then something bad happens. So if you have diabetes or high blood pressure or low blood pressure, whatever, make sure with your doctor that it's okay, of course. But this simple hack that I've used has completely transformed the way that I approach my comfort zone. And that's because it is a very primal thing for all of us. And we all, since we were babies, relied on this very thing to make us feel comfortable. Are you ready for it? Delay your meals. Delay eating. If you notice that you're hungry or your stomach's starting to growl a little bit, allow yourself to delay it. Even if it's by five or 10 minutes before you go and start to eat food, It'll train your brain that, look, 
I am uncomfortable right now. I have a very primal need that needs fulfilled, but I'm also okay. And just because I'm uncomfortable doesn't mean I'm dying. Just because I'm not eating at this very minute right now does not mean death. That's what we're trying to avoid on a very unconscious level when we don't want to leave our comfort zone. We immediately associate leaving our comfort zone with death. So if we can rewire that and remember that, look, I'm uncomfortable, but I didn't die, then it helps you to go up that next rung of the ladder or that next stepping stone gets laid down for you. Now, some people already do this with intermittent fasting. That's really great and stuff. And that's not necessarily what I'm talking about, though. If you want to do intermittent fasting, then more power to you. What I'm talking about is when you notice that you're hungry, you delay fulfilling that need so that you can get comfortable with discomfort. This next one that I'm about to share with you guys is extremely important because for those of us who are on a spiritual journey for wanting to live our best lives and to leave an impact in the world, we realize that it's going to require us to have an open heart, right? Yes, of course it is. But how do we get there? Well, it's a very uncomfortable thing to live with an open heart because we've trained ourselves since childhood to close it down in many different ways. But this little hack right here is going to help you open up your heart because listening to your heart has tons of intelligence that has more than even the brain actually and will help you to realize that this little tiny tweak that you can do will create big changes in your life. Okay, so you ready for it? All right, practice vulnerability with those that are closest to you. So the ones that you love the most, but you don't tell them because it feels uncomfortable to say I love you or to tell somebody how you truly feel about a situation in fear that you're going to be rejected. I want you to start practicing vulnerability. Start opening yourself up. That is something you can do every single day. And if you don't have somebody that's close to you or you're not ready to take that step yet, then that's okay too, because you can practice this by saying hello to a random stranger next time you're out in public. How often do we not say anything to the people that we see every single day? And for some of you, this might not be that uncomfortable, but for others, it might be extremely uncomfortable. So again, go back to where you fall on that scale and pick the thing that will help you to get out of your comfort zone. Another hack that I love to use is to look at people in the eyes when you leave the house, okay? Even at home, it's important to look at people in the eyes when you talk, but it is a whole new level of intimidation (laughs) when you go out into a public place and you look at everybody in the eyes because they say the eyes are the window to the soul. And it's true. And people get uncomfortable when you look at them, but that's because they're uncomfortable looking at other people. In order for us to build more connection in the world, we've got to be able to do this first and foremost, but it also helps us to get out of our comfort zone and it helps us to connect with others. So try this hack and you're going to definitely see changes. I know you will. And they're going to first start out really subtly. So You might not notice a big change at first, but you're going to notice an inner shift. And those little inner shifts are what tweak your 
vibration into alignment so that you can step out of the comfort zone more and more often. Another really simple thing that you can do is to change your route to your work or to your job or to go visit friends or family. If you always go the same way, take time to go the opposite way than you normally do because that is going to help you get out of your comfort zone. It's going to help you rewire the way that you experience life. And always, always do this one (laughs) because this one is super key, but listen to your intuition over your logic. Practice this because it's not going to happen right away, but it is a practice. So today you can practice to get quiet and listen to what your intuition wants. And when you know what that is, even if it doesn't seem logical to your mind, you take action on that instead. Now your mind is probably going to freak out and be like, No, you can't do that because logically this isn't going to work because and give you like all the reasons why it can't work. Ignore that and listen to your intuition. Sink deeper into that intuition and really, really listen to it because that will always get you out of your comfort zone. We are programmed to use logic over intuition. And every time that we listen to our intuition over our logical mind, it requires us to step out of our comfort zone at a really big degree. So for the sake of time, I'm going to go through these last four with you a little bit quicker, but they're just as relevant. So please, so this next one's going to go really well with listening to your intuition because this is key to even being able to listen to your intuition. But this also requires discipline and it also requires you to leave your freaking comfort zone. And it is to meditate in the morning and night, and make sure that you have no distractions. I mean, leave your phone in the other room if you have to, because when you meditate and you come into that stillness, you're going to really see how uncomfortable it is to just sit. And it will, it will shift over time. It's not always going to be that uncomfortable, but it's a great place to start, especially if you're someone who does not do this on a daily basis. So not only will it get you out of your comfort zone and show you just how uncomfortable it is to just simply be, but it will also help you to create that stronger connection to your intuition so that you can practice listening to the intuition over the logic. Now I have two more to give you before I end this episode. And the first one is to put yourself in a new environment networking, a drum circle, the mall, a coffee shop. Now, this last one that I have for you kind of cracks me up because I have always been someone who has identified with being OCD and have to have things like in a perfect little organized way. And at some degree, I still like to have my stuff where it belongs. I feel like there's an energetic thing with it and that kind of thing. But this is kind of funny because I like to have my kitchen towels really nicely folded on the stove. Well, it was getting on my nerves that my son would always put it on there, like throw it on the stove, like all crumpled up or wouldn't hang it at all or, you know, just random things. And so I allowed that trigger to change me. Instead of constantly fixing it, I started letting it stay. Or sometimes I would mess it up on purpose just so that I could sit with the discomfort. And guess what? That discomfort eventually dissolved. Of course, I hang it up 
how I want it to on a day-to-day basis. But when I notice that something's bothering me, I allow it to be messed up. So try that out sometime. Allow something that you're really anal about to not be the way that you like it to be and then sit with that discomfort as well. And you're going to see that creating a relationship with discomfort is actually one of the most freeing things that can ever happen to you. Of course, again, this is on a scale and start where you are and allow yourself to build those stepping stones so that you can take the bigger risks so that you can expose your spiritual side or so that you can become that public speaker or that author or to start your first podcast or YouTube channel or whatever that looks like for you, allow yourself to build a really, really tight-knit relationship with discomfort in your day-to-day life and you're gonna start to see that those bigger things that scare you come a lot easier. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did get anything out of it, please Take a screenshot and share it on your social media, either on Instagram or Facebook, and tag me so that I can personally thank you. And if you're looking for any extra help one-on-one to help you live your best life in relation to your higher calling, then email me at cody at codyandsmith.com and let me know in the subject line that you are inquiring about the one-on-one mentorship program that I offer, and we will see if we are a good fit. Until next time, have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you later. Bye.